This year, as you know, is the year of the gathering, and there have been many different events as part of it. Family get-togethers, interest groups, villages, and so on. I heard you were coming. I had to One gathering took place in Northwest Mayo. A group of former work colleagues from the old Travenal plant. Everyone kind of worked together, and we had the crack together. Yeah, and they were like brothers and sisters. I'd be honest. That's exactly what I put. Travnall set up making medical devices in the Bell Mullet area in the 1970s. It, it was the Celtic Tiger of its day. Yeah, for Bell Mullets. I just don't want to delay you too much, but 1974, you know, you can look back and say, oh, it was a different Ireland, different world. It certainly was. Gary Glitter was knocked off the number one in the month that Travnall opened by Big Tom and Old Love Letters. <laughs> How it came about, great trainers now, they were trying to get employment into Bemulet and it, there was a local committee set up and Father Mulhern would have been parish priest here at the time, he was on the committee and he literally wanted to get as many people to come in on the Monday morning to prove to the company that there was such a labour, you know, such a workforce and he, off the altar on Sunday, he appealed whether you wanted to work or not, please turn up for an interview on Monday morning. So we went in, and to our surprise, <laughs> we had a letter out within a week that we were employed. <laughs> and some of us didn't really want to be employed. Maybe. <laughs> we thought we were Job. going to Dublin. <laughs> I remember that we were working for J.T. Barrett in Bangor. Yeah. God rest him, he's dead. And I asked him for half day off because I had to go to Travnall for an interview. And he says, look it, it's up to yourselves. I'm not stopping you. But he says, you can't even talk to the one beside you, he says. You're working at I says, I'll chance it. And instead of that, you're wearing my crack. It was brilliant crack. Because, you know, coming into a place the first day, it's kind of daunting-like. And we were put down to packing with Bernie Sheridan. You know, I was kind of shy. and But I'll tell you one thing, I soon lashed it with Bernie. We had brilliant time in it. And you can imagine for people local here to get into lab coats and hair nets as a normal practice of work. You know, jewellery, no makeup. No makeup, no nail varnish. You know, you know, I was saying there, was, no wonder we don't recognise each other. Should we never saw each other without the hair nets? Yeah, it was great. It was a lovely place to work. It was clean. You came in in the morning and you went out the same way as you came in. Do you know what I mean? Clean, sparkling, white, white hat, white uniform. It was a lovely place. There was no employment at all in the Irish area. And all of a sudden then there was employment for about 300. And it provided employment and money. Like, we were well paid. 200 mammy and 10 pounds. Four ways. 840 pounds. A week. And it was as good. It was as good as a thousand. Money was worth money then. She may be the face I can't forget. 
A trace of pleasure or regret Maybe my treasure or the price I have to pay You're the first generation of women in Eris to take control of money and drive the economic and social life. A hundred different things within the measure of a day all the men left. They did seasonal work in the UK, all over the UK. And the women were, were at home. They were looking after the small farms. They were looking after their kids and raising their kids and making a home. Then Travnall came. He brought that wage home and he invested it in extensions to your mum and dad's houses, teak windows with the order of the days, flat-roofed extensions, modern bathrooms, and televisions. On hire. TV was only in 74, 11 years in the country. And all of a sudden, TV hire company never even got televisions. What was it like working with your mother and your sister? It was good. Mammy would probably be on the top of the line, Kathleen in the middle. Like, Mam would be always telling us, make sure you do it right now, girls, because it'll come back to you if you don't. And it would have been the first time for many women to work outside of their homes especially the older women. They worked on small farms, maybe, but that was it. They had an outing. It was work, but it was... They had met friends, you know. They didn't consider it work. Mm. It was a great get-together. One night, I'll tell you this about her. She was one night out, and I had to go to the bus to get some turkeys. And Kathleen had no sleep. And what did she do? She was standing up, and didn't she fall into the box of turkeys and kill every one of them? <laughs> <laughs> the next day we went to Travnall, that was going on Travnall for the whole long day and all you could hear was people roaring with the laugh about the turkey. You sheltered me from harm, kept me warm, kept me warm. To the 15 or 16 fellows, and a lot has been spoken about the lads, they must have been in seventh heaven. <laughs> Here they were working with the most beautiful women in Ireland. A choice of about 150 on a day shift. And in the evening shift to go through when he finished with that. Not to be sniffed at that kind of work. My first job, I just graduated, I'd come back from England. Uh, it was really my first, I suppose, full-time job, and I was the personnel officer, so... I was told that I could never date anybody up here. Did you know that? Proper order. <laughs> well, you met your husband, and you, and you knew. <laughs> that was you get a chance to date. You were management, that but, was different. <laughs> and I was in a part of the world, that there, what was the ratio of women to men back there? Ooh. Seven to one. I'd seven women seven. to every man back then, and I couldn't date. And my odds were going to be better than anywhere else in the world. <laughs> and you had great fun doing all of this. You are the young, free generation. You were the first generation ever to be able to go to pictures when you wanted to, to go dancing during Lent, the new Pam Court. God, the stories from Pam Court. <laughs> you know, I used to always make sure I, w- I was in the manufacturing area on a Monday morning because you get, the, you get the load down, you know. Loads of couples got married from Travanagh. But there was a group of us, there was about six of us going, you know, that we'd be always in a group. And then the six got married in one year nearly as well. So it was a constant, that year, 79, was a constant year of weddings. It was all. Oh. 
There was rumours mm. in the area. The first, mm. I suppose, inkling we got, they came down to announce that they may be cutting back on the second shift. Yes. And that was... Mm. Wasn't that right? That was yeah, the first... Yeah, and I think people from here would have always felt there was a threat. And people were very tuned into signs when overtime would have been slightly Cut reduced. Back a little bit, Saturday yes. work. Any, or no hiring. When I stopped hiring, because yes. we got to a number, we stopped. And then how did you find out officially? Then did you get a letter? Or? I was on maternity leave and I was only home from hospital oh about yeah, six days when my husband came home. Mm. I knew there was something yeah. wrong mm. and he, he wasn't able, he didn't know how to tell me. Yeah. And it was officially announced that evening that the whole thing yes. was closing. Yeah. So that was it. Mm. It was an awful blow though, though, Brady, for to tell when it went. Yeah, <gasps> yeah it oh. was. Because, you know, I'd say anyone that had houses built, you know, and to lose their jobs like that, probably lots of them had to go away. Change, massive change. You know, the whole procedure with redundancy is not, not very pleasant, is it? You have to call people in one by one, based which I on, did. Based on the number of years of employment. Yeah, and it was very emotional. You know, I remember being, you know, one, you know sitting one to one and, you know, trying to go through the motions here, handing all the documentation across yeah, to the other... Yeah. And, you know, you know, it was heartbreaking. It was an awful blow to the town. An awful blow, not just the town, but all the people like that travelled to come into the work. Like, great boost the town, but then it went, and that was, that was a big loss. And I remember that last day, I think, until that, that end of shift yeah. bell or whatever came, it was uh, like it was just a normal day. But the eeriness of an empty building. One door closed, but the other door didn't it never open. Opened, no, never it opened. never happened. Mm. When you talk to the Travanagh ex-workers, you can sense the impact the shutdown had on them. They were gutted, much like anyone who's lost their job nowadays. Despite that, when they recall those days, their memories are mostly rosy. When you go into hospitals now and see what we've done, you know, stuck in the arms of somebody, even though we've had them ourselves down through the years, these um, yoke majigs were making, it had put you thinking, you know, of all of them you made here when that factory was here in Belmont. It was too good for it to last. It was so nice, the people. Yeah. And I ha- and they're in my memory till I, till I die, what I've seen in that place. And indeed, it, it, was, it was a credit if it did last, to be truthful to you. Everybody in the room here and all who worked in Travnall were the first generation of Irish people that didn't have to immigrate. And that was because of Travnall. Both of those secondary schools would be one with a lot, lot less students without that investment if he hadn't stayed and got sustainable work to stay and raise your families here. Staff from the old Travnall plant at a reunion in Belmullet lately, part of the gathering 2013. You can see photos from the event and from the 1970s on the documentary on one webpage. Go to rt.ie slash on one and click on the tab marked The Curious Here. I worked on the belt as well, didn't I? And I worked in packing near the end. But the only regret I have, I left six months before it closed and I didn't get my redundancy. They said £700 each. But I went to England and I met my husband and the rest is history. Why?